Welcome to Don't Hold Back Podcast with your host, Ichiko Batmonk, founder of Don't Hold Back and a professional life and mindset coach. She's sharing transformational coaching journeys. We have thoughts, feelings, and emotions, but we are not our thoughts, feelings, or emotions. Are you curious about exploring and experiencing how you can unleash your full potential and passion? It all starts with you, and you are meant to live the life you desire. The purpose of this podcast is to introduce you to a coaching journey and what is available for you. Hope you get inspired and take action accordingly. Hello, Jessica. Welcome to my podcast, Don't Hold Back. I'm so excited to have you. Hi, Ichiko. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you. Of course. I'm so excited to have you because, you know, as you know, because of the pandemic and everything going on, really what I want to focus on is uh, about mindset, really how can we also like really achieve goals and overcome all the challenges we are facing, right? So mm-hmm. that's why we, I'm, you know, I decided to do this podcast really around mindset. So tell me just a simple definition of, you know, what do you think about mindset? I mean, I think mindset is absolutely huge in every area of your life, no matter what goal you're trying to achieve, no matter what journey you're on. If you are not in the right mindset to achieve that goal or to enjoy the journey, it's not going to work out well for you. And I think our mindset is so huge. And I don't think we give it as much attention as we really should, because when we can change our mind, we can change our life. Absolutely. But why, why do you think people don't quite like pay attention to this mindset? I think people don't realize how powerful our mindset really is. And I think once they, they realize that, you know, our thoughts become our reality, um, then they're like, wow, I need to stop and pay attention. And that's one of the things I talk about with the women all the time is like, what is that story? What is your self-talk? What are you telling yourself? Cause that's your mindset and whatever story you're telling yourself, that's probably what you're living. That's your truth right now. Yeah, right. Yeah, absolutely. So you are a mindset coach. Also, you're a health and life coach as well. I'm curious to know, like, what really made you to become a coach? Yeah, I mean, my own journey from years ago, I was not in a great place in life. And I didn't really know where to go or like what to do. And I had an amazing doctor at the time who told me, He's like, you need to start moving your body regularly every day to start. And I was like, okay, like, is he crazy? So I did it. And, um, you know, I started to just move my body. And some days I'd work out at the gym. Some days I'd go do yoga, go for a walk. And I started to like, it changed this feeling inside of me. And it was almost like my own type of meditation. Like moving my body was my way of meditation. And I started to kind of get to know who I was. And I started this journey of changing my own life. And, you know, fast forward years later, I was in a job that was, I was not happy in and I noticed I was going back into old patterns and old behaviors. And I was mm-hmm. like, no, this can't be life. Something has to change. I don't want this life anymore. Like I want to be happy. I want to do something that's fulfilling, that brings me joy. And so I read a book called The Passion Test and I did all of the activities in there. And at the end, I'm like, I'm going to be a coach. I'm going to be a health coach. I didn't know if it was a thing. And so I did research and it was. So then I got certified as a health coach and I started coaching these women. And I was like, oh, this is so, you know, it's so much more than health because when we feel good, we do good in every other area of our life, right? And when, we're, when our health is not, you know, the best, it really affects all other areas of our life. So then I also got certified as a life coach just to, you know, really piece them together. And both of those, it all, everything I focus on is um, mindset. 
Absolutely. Wow, beautiful. I'm curious because like I know also because of the pandemic, there are a lot of people also get unemployed as well and they're feeling like lost. You know, there's some people and uh, it, your your story is so beautiful because uh, I want to know like what were you doing before and really what made you to become a, like, you know, like, okay, I'm not really happy about what, what I'm doing, but I'm going to explore what is also possible for me. And then you mentioned about you know, I didn't even know that the coaching exists at the time, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm curious to know, like, what were you doing before coaching? Yeah, so I actually was working in health and safety. And when I first was hired, I loved it because it was very hands-on and I got, and I love working with people and talking to people. And so I loved it. I got to like do orientation and ergonomic assessments and all this fun stuff. And then the company I was working for had budget cuts. And so then I was basically put behind a desk to do data entry all day long. And I didn't really talk to people. And I was just like, you know, I could work from home and be alone and just enter data. And it was like, not good for my brain, for my soul. It was terrible. Like I, but the beautiful <laughs> part about that was when I first started in um, that, when I loved the job, when I was in health and safety, I was actually put into a leadership program with the company. And through that program, I got to experience what um, like a coach was. And she was more of a, like a leadership style coach. So I, I knew there, like what a coach was. I didn't know if there was specifically a health coach, but I knew what coaching was. And this woman that was kind of coaching me when I went on the side, I was like, wow, like, I love this. Like, this is like what I would love to do if I could change careers. And in that moment, I never thought I would ever be a coach. I just remember thinking like, I would love this. I love talking to people. I love asking them like deep questions. Like she would ask me and I'm like, huh. And then, you know, I didn't become a coach for almost four years after that experience, but it's just funny. Cause that was kind of my first introduction where I was like, this is neat. Like this is like, this could be, you know, fulfilling. Yeah. That's so beautiful. And I love hearing about that because you know, there are a lot of people like, you know, also like feeling like lost right now, right? And they're perhaps looking for a job that perhaps maybe looking for their passion and their purpose. And really what I'm hearing you say is really that the coaches really like kind of provoke you in a lot of ideas and makes you feel like, you know, this could uh, fulfill you, right? This, yeah. this career. And I love hearing that. And that's the thing about this coaching, like we can really help anybody and everybody to help them to find and unleash their really full potential and finding their passion and their purpose, right? It can be anything. It doesn't have yeah. to be a coach, obviously. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And that book, The Passion Test, honestly, if anybody's struggling, read the because some people don't even know what they're passionate about, you know, like they don't wow. take that time to think about what would I really love in life? What would I really want to do to be, to feel good about myself? And this book was a game changer for me. It was amazing. And it's something you can continuously do because as you grow older, your passions kind of change, right? And it doesn't have to necessarily be towards your career, but it could be about hobbies or activities on the side, like whatever. Yeah. Wait, so are you talking about the book that you wrote, you say? No, I read it. Oh, you read it. Yeah, I read it. And then after that, I was like, I'm going to be a coach. Mm. And it's by Chris and Janet Atwood. Awesome. Yeah. Well, that's really good to know. Yeah. I would mm -hmm. totally recommend to people as well. Thank you. So now I'm curious to know about uh, your vision to this world now that you become a coach. Yeah. I mean, my vision is to empower as many women as possible to live a life that they love. So to live their truth, however that looks for them. So, you know, for me, my vision is about my 
my coaching and my business and how, you know, building my, my business and my family and how I can incorporate that all together. Some people's vision is very different, right? So it's whatever they want, but living, I, I'm such a believer that everyone should be living a life of purpose and a life that they love. And that is my vision on in the world is to empower as many women as possible and people to really do that so that we're all living a life that we love. And of course, it's not an easy journey. I'm sure you, you know that, but it's a, it's a journey that's worth it. Absolutely. And, you know, I really see that you're so excited about, you know, (laughs) when you even talk, like, I really like believe you, like, oh my gosh, I want to be a part of your journey, you know, (laughs) so beautiful, I love that. And, you know, it makes me to think about really, like, if you think about vision, it's like such a big thing, right? And I noticed, uh, you know, even just by now thinking, be realistically, like in the in the beginning of 2020, like I believe, like a lot of people at least have visions to like go after, and pandemic hit, right? And they get discouraged. Perhaps they're now sitting at home and finding what finding out what they what they can do, right? Yeah. So, like, I'm curious to know what keeps you going. I think so. I I work with a coach as well. I have my own coach, and she's incredible and she's amazing and she has she talks so much about a vision right so you know i I just said i have a vision for this but i have a very specific vision for every single part of my life so you know my relationship with my friends with my husband with my stepchildren where i want to travel you know like how i want to grow what i want to grow into and i think having that vision and reading parts of it daily are such good reminders because Right now, yes, we're going through a very hard time in life, but that doesn't mean that we give up on our vision. That doesn't mean we get to give up on our hopes and our dreams. We can make a decision to do one thing every day that we have control over, but continuously, you know, remembering what that goal is, remembering what that vision is has been so helpful for me to be like, okay, this is not a forever thing, right? I mean, the world will probably never go back to how it used to be, but who knows what's going to happen. Something great will come of this. We just have to be open-minded and be patient for it to come. Absolutely. I love that. So it sounds like you really like look at it every day and that really gets you because my next question is all about also like believing that you can have that vision, you know, mm-hmm. because what I also have seen and noticed that, like, you know, people have like created the vision they wanted and that they just perhaps discouraged at the same time. Also, like they're also hard time like connecting and also believing that they can actually have and create the vision they, uh, they really wanted. So mm-hmm. my question is, like, how do you believe, you know, like belief system, I guess, like, how do you believe that that is possible for you? Because like, what I'm really hearing you say is like, you have the even more even specific, like, where you want to go and whatever you want to do, right? So I love that about it. And if you can share with us about that part of it, that would be great. I love that. Yeah, I mean, one of the things my coach said to me when we started creating this vision a couple of years ago was like, don't think about, you know, right now. So don't create a vision for in a month from now. She said, create a vision for, think of three years from now. And the thing when you think from three years, your critter brain or your mind doesn't worry. So it doesn't tell you, you can't do that. You can't do that because it's so far away in the future that your brain is really at ease. So it kind of gives you that belief you can do it because you're like, well, it's not going to happen tomorrow. Like this is not for another three, three plus years. So I'm good. Like I have it. But the beautiful thing about that is when you read it every day, you start, your brain believes that you are becoming that person. So you start to make decisions that 
that are in alignment with that vision from three years. And then things start to happen, right? And so every milestone that, co that connects you closer, gets you closer to that vision needs to be celebrated. So another thing that I do is once I have something, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is from my vision. Like I didn't even realize how fast this happened. Put it up on like a vision board, but that's a, it's a vision board of your accomplishments. So that every day where you're like, I'm never going to accomplish this goal, look at that board and be like, oh, yeah, I already did this. I've already done that. Okay. I can do this. This is hard, but I can do it. Look, look how much I've already done. Mm. So really like put, uh, because I know that how the brain works, the brain that always kind of looking for the evidence, right? And then yeah. your past, if you're like thinking about the things didn't happen. So like literally your brain is going to look for you for that. So instead really you're going to put your wins that in the past you had a win. So you got to put it in the wall. And if you feel discouraged, perhaps, okay, dude, I have done this, right? So that makes you to think that it's possible for you. That makes you think that you're kind of basically looking for the evidence. So it makes you yeah. feel like believe that. Is that right? Absolutely. That's exactly it. Like anytime where you're discouraged and you're thinking, I can't do this. This is too hard. Then you have that evidence right there. And you're like, oh, look how much I've already done. Okay. And that's kind of like that push in the butt to be like, I can do more. I can do more. Yeah, I love that. Thank you for sharing. So now I also want to talk about like a self-worth because, you know, I think every woman struggles with that. I mean, I I know that I have a struggle in the past. I think that when, when we talk about self-worth, it's just kind of like a love, you know, like can you find a love in your life? You know, I think that's like a, one of the biggest things that I notice. And then also even like towards to the business or the, even the finding their passion, right? So what do you say about that? A lot. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, <laughs> as a, and you're right. Like so many women have struggled with this. I have. And you know, that was my journey. I did not like who I was. I didn't believe in myself. I really disliked myself. I didn't think I was good enough, smart enough, worthy enough, anything. Right. Mm -hmm. And so many women struggle with that. And the biggest thing when I work with women is you have to build that relationship with yourself first. You have to love who you are in this moment before you, you will make big strides and success in other areas of your life. So yes, you want to grow into somebody new, but you have to be comfortable and okay with who you are right now. And so that's a lot of the deep questions, deep work, really uncovering who you are and all these beliefs. And okay, do those beliefs have to be true? No, let's change them up, right? Into yeah. what's going to work for you. But you have to have that self-worth. You have to believe in yourself and love yourself before, obviously you can love other people, before you can be successful in a health journey, a career journey. Like you really, really, really have to have that peace. Absolutely. And to be happy while you're doing it. Because I mean, people have definitely faked it, right? And you know, their career, but are they truly happy? This is the question. Good question, yeah. What would happen, you know, if you, if you actually, what would happen if you don't love yourself and if you just keep going after the things that you think like you have to have it or you should have it? Yeah. Well, I'll give you a good example in terms of health. So as a coach, a lot of women come to me and they're like, I've tried to lose weight or I've lost weight. I've gained it back. I've lost it. You know, I gained it back. And the bottom line is, is they're not comfortable in their skin. They don't love them, like truly, truly love themselves. And so we do a lot of that inner work before we even really talk about the meal plan and all that, like all that, all that's that extra stuff, uh -huh. but the inner work is what's so important. And I'm not, and this is what happened to me too. Like when I started to like myself, it's like cliche to say, but like the weight started to just come off and these <laughs> really? women that I work 
I love that. And this is why, because when you start to love yourself and you respect yourself, you start to make decisions in your life that align with that love and that respect. So if your Mm self-talk is always, I'm so fat, I have to lose weight, I'm too big, I'm not pretty enough, you're going to make decisions that align with that, right? You're going to pig out on some chips and cookies and whatever your go-to is. But if your self-talk changes and like, I am worthy, I am beautiful, I love my body the way it is, like, and you thank your body for everything it's done for you, you're going to make decisions that are in alignment with that love and that respect you have for your body. So instead of maybe binge eating a pint of ice cream at night, you'll just have like, you know, some almonds or yogurt or whatever, or nothing. You'll go for a walk, like whatever it is, but you start to make you, your decisions always align with your mindset, right? And your self-talk. Absolutely. I love that. Thank you. That's so beautiful. Um, I was even thinking furthermore, like, I know, you know, can, it can be also like, I noticed even myself, like I also have done a lot of self, like self-worth work in the work mm-hmm. a lot. I, I remember like, it kind of took me a really long time to really find yourself and you know, and then started loving yourself. And I think what I noticed, I don't know if, if you're agree or not, like you tell me like, it can take time, right? It take it can take really long time. I don't know how long for me, like at least a year or so. Okay. So it did take me a time. So I'm curious, like oftentimes, like, you know, people are not being so patient with themselves, you know, because like now like you're a habit, you know, you do have it, right? So mm-hmm. like anything you do, it, in order to become a habit, it takes time. So I'm curious to know, and you even shared with us that you work on yourself with your inner critic, right? So share with us, like, how long was your journey? Yeah, it's a super long journey. And to be honest, it's never ending. Like, it's still going. It's become easier because, like you said, it's more habitual. But I mean, I was 12 years ago, I probably started this. No, gosh. I always forget my age. 14 years ago, I started this journey. And I I mean, the biggest stuff probably took a good two years. And then it was like, I moved across the country. I thought it was all good. I'm in a job for a while that I love. Great, great. I meet a man who I'm going to marry. Awesome. And then bam, my job goes bad. I'm not happy. And old habits come back pretty easy, right? So you have to be really, really strict with your mindset. But it does take a while. You can definitely build the foundation of what you need over the, like, you know, a couple, probably let's say six months to a year, you have, you know what those habits are, but it's being consistent with them afterwards and being strict with your mindset, right? And being able to recognize, oh, I'm human. So of course I'm going to, like, I'm human. I I get thoughts that I don't love all the time, but the difference is now compared to when I'm younger, I'm like, nope, like not today. And I can change my thought pattern because I'm aware of it. So you have to be aware. There's a huge awareness piece when we talk about mindset and your belief system and your self-talk. And so it can, I mean, everyone's so different. So your journey could be maybe three months and then you're like, okay, I got my habits. I can do this on my own. Or it could be six months. It could be a couple of years. It really depends where you are in life and where is it you want to go. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, for me, like when I was doing that journey, I still am in the progress anyway what helped me was to having my own coach mm-hmm. really be there for me, you know, when I was down, because like you said, like we are human bottom line, right? We get, you know, sometimes beat up ourselves, you know, like we don't, sometimes we just don't feel good about ourselves, right? There would be a time, of course, and 
you know, like what made me to like keep moving was like having support system really helped me to like keep moving. I'm curious to know about you really, because like, I really think you cannot succeed like alone, you know? So that's really what I think. I a hundred percent agree. I think whether it's a a friend, you know, an accountability partner, a coach, sometimes friends and family are not always the best accountability partners (laughs) because they're kind of the ones that are like, Hey, it's you're yeah. fine today. Let's go do something, uh, you know, that's not in alignment with what you're trying to do. But, you know, having someone, even like I know Facebook's great for this. They have t- tons of like accountability groups now. I still work with a coach. I've worked with a coach for years. I've had different coaches for different things. I need it. I love it. I like to know when, like I, I do more when I know someone's going to check in with me, right? And when it's like that once a week phone call, I'm like, okay, I'm not going to mess this up. I don't (laughs) want to say I didn't do what I said I was going to do. So I think having um, just someone there to really like truly hold you accountable is really, really important. The thing is, is if we do something and I'll bring this back to health just because it's an easier analogy, but like if we, if you're trying to eat healthier and then you eat a meal that's not healthy, and not in your plan of what you wanted to eat. A lot of times people, they'll go, they'll get all angry and they'll get judgmental on themselves and they get into this like negative spiral and then they just keep making those negative decisions. Whereas, you know, if you have a coach who can really help you and teach you almost how to transform that um, judgment into curiosity and how to be okay with your decisions and how to like be like, okay, I did that. I can move on and go back to my normal eating plan or whatever it is that you're trying to do. But when we, when we do things on our own, we get very angry and judgmental and hard on ourselves. Like we are our worst critics. We're so hard on ourselves. We're mean to ourselves. And then that's what brings us downwards and downwards and downwards instead of someone who's there to be like, you know, that little kick in the butt, but also bring you up and up and up. Yeah, so true. I agree with you. I also want to know a little bit about how do you also like work on your mindset? Like what do you do like daily, like meditate or journaling? Like how do you also like stay kind of like, you know, on track and having the right mindset to do the work? Yeah. So my top three things are, I do them every morning is practice gratitude. So like I wake up, I have a gratitude journal And then I have, it's like I do gratitude and then I journal about different things. So sometimes I journal about my goals. Sometimes I like just write a question of something that's been bothering me or my mind and I just start writing stuff. And there's so much power in writing things out instead of typing it, I find. Like it's almost like you're getting it out verbally in a way. Gratitude, journaling, and then working out. I move my body every day. And I'm not saying I'm crazy in the gym doing like pumping iron all day, but I move my body every single day, however I can. Um, that's and something I love. Cause if you're like, I need to work out, but you don't like it, you're never going to follow through with it. So it has to be stuff you enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. And that's like my, that's ever since I saw that doctor, like that's been my meditation. I, if I'm on a long run, there are many times I'm stopping because I have like the best kind of breakthrough. I'm like, oh my gosh. And then I have to write it on my phone so I don't forget. I just, there's some clarity I have when I work out and I'm, yeah. So those are my top three things that keep my mindset in check. There have been times in my marriage where I've gone a few days without working out. My husband's like, ooh, you need to work out. Like you need to go <laughs> do something because you're, I can tell your emotional state is not very good right now. So yeah, those are like my top three things, but also again, that being aware. So really part of the journaling is like, what is my self-talk? When I first started journaling was like, how do I speak to myself and yeah. what needs to change? That's that's a really good point you just brought up because I notice like sometimes people like to you know they want to start something and they're not even sure like what they're gonna say or what they're gonna write about you know yeah. so 
if you can share with us like some tips like how they can actually like kind of journal i mean i can my thing or what i know is like uh how i do is just by journaling is for me like just start with the thought what are you really just thinking in the moment and then Mm -hmm. after that like how are you feeling about that you know like what are you really feeling and then also really check in with your body and then like also, like, what I like to be aware is, like, not judging yourself. Like, whatever you're saying, just let it out. Because, yeah. you know, because we're really, like you said, like, we're the worst enemy of ourselves. Like, we literally love judging ourselves. That's, like, mm-hmm. the, you know, the, uh, the nature for us. But, like, being aware, right? But but I think when you journal, like, you just want to, like, kind of write it down, right? Yeah. Uh, but versus there's a gratitude journal. I believe it's such a different topic where I'm going to get there. But I want to know about, like, how do you really also, like, kind of journal yeah I mean I do different things it's really kind of like what you said what's in my mind what pops up for me so sometimes I journal like I just I have 10 goals that I work on right so I'll either just write about those and sometimes I'll set it well every day I set an intention for my day so sometimes I'll journal on that you know how can I be this person that I want to be today so you know if my intention is to show up focused and something I'm trying to do for work it's like okay how can I do this and then ideas just start coming when you just start writing without you just write everything um you know I if there's anything going on in my relationship with my partner I'll write stuff down and be like I'll sometimes ask myself a question about like why why are we bickering over the groceries And then I just start writing things down about our relationship and be like, oh, you know, whatever. Things that just come up. I've written about like drinking alcohol, like things that have cut, like just different things that have been on my mind that bother me or that have been an issue. I write it. I just write like a title, like wine. And then I just... I have no idea. Things just come to my mind. And if you go back and read it, a lot of times it doesn't make sense. Like it's just like one thought right to another thought to another yeah. thought. Yeah. But after there's like this freeing sense, it's like, oh, I'm so glad I got this out. And sometimes yeah. if it's like, you know, I have to have a conversation with someone, I'll be like, well, now it's more clear to me what I want to talk to them about. Mm, absolutely. So, so true. Thank you for sharing that. So now I want to also talk about like a little bit of gratitude journaling. Mm-hmm. Some people, I think that a lot of people are actually getting into like personal development and that they do mm-hmm. as certain things like meditation. And then I noticed that people are saying like, I don't feel it or they kind of just sometimes just do it. And then they're kind of doing it for quite a bit of time, but they're not like seeing a progress in them, you know, like, like that life is still the same and they're like kind of wonder why. And then one thing I found that is like, I don't know, you tell me, I want to know about yours as well. Like uh, when you do it, like, especially when you do a gratitude journal in the morning, uh, what I found is like, you have to actually literally feel it and imagine in your mind. So that's like, and if you don't feel it, but don't try to force yourself anyway, you know, that's kind of too silly. Uh, but mm-hmm. I think, you know, more you kind of imagine more often, I think you're going to believe and you're going to, it's going to be, it's going to be possible for you in your mind. Right. So mm-hmm. I'm curious also to know about how you also do a gratitude journal, because it seems like something that you do often. Yeah, I do it every single day. And I think the thing about the gratitude journal is it sets the day, my, the tone of my day, right? So I wake up, I have a coffee. And the first thing I do is grab my book. And I'm like, today I am grateful for, and then I write, I usually do five things, but I encourage people to do five to 10. When yeah. I work with people, sometimes they can only think of one thing, but this is the thing I don't, I'm never writing things like I'm grateful for my house. I'm grateful for my husband. It's specific stuff. So maybe I'm grateful that my husband, you know, uh, mowed the lawn yesterday after he got home from work. Or I'm grateful 
for the flowers that somebody sent me. I'm grateful for a new pair of shoes I bought myself, like very small, specific things. So it's not like the big stuff. It's getting really specific about, you know, what, like usually I'm grateful for stuff from the day before, but it sets the tone so that I'm in a grateful state for the rest of the day. But it also, the rest of like, so during the day, I'm always looking for small things to be grateful for. Cause if you're always just writing for my house, for my, you know, my husband, my wife, my kids, like those are, you're of course grateful for those. And every day you're going to look at them and it's not deep enough. Like you need to get specific so that during the day you're looking for things that you're grateful for. Like, Oh, that mailman was so kind. And he said nice yeah. hi to me. And it was such a nice conversation. Like yeah. I'm grateful for that. Right. And then you're looking at all these positive things in your day, instead of looking for things that you don't have or things that make you unhappy. So true. I mean, nowadays, like the social media is the biggest thing. It's so mm. easy to compare yourself to yeah. others, right? And it, that's when you get down. And I don't know if people notice, and maybe some do. It's so annoying and it's hard. Yes, I hear that. So, and how do you also, I'm curious to know, like, how do you like deal with like comparison or how do you really like, because like what I'm also hearing you say is like you kind of like really focusing on the positiveness, right? The good thing is happening. So when you're focusing on the good thing and it will good, good thing will come, I am so with you on there. But like social media is like the biggest thing in this world. So I'm curious to know like how you deal with that. Yeah, I honestly don't. Like I don't, I used to be really judgmental and really compared myself to everybody. And even when I started coaching. I was like, Oh my gosh, this person's a coach. They're way better than me. I'll never do that. And I working with my coach actually helped me get over this, but I don't waste my time comparing myself to anyone else. We all have different journeys. We can all serve a different purpose in the world. And I keep that mindset so that I'm not getting into this comparison game. I keep my Facebook and my Instagram really positive. Honestly, if someone has a lot of negative stuff on their Facebook or their Instagram, I delete, I don't follow them because I don't, I don't want to see that. I love um, hyping people up. Like I love encouraging other people. So if they have like a win and they're celebrating on their Facebook or social, like whatever social media platform, like I'm going to encourage you. I'm going to be excited for you. I'm not going to waste my time playing that comparison game because then I'm going to go through a negative spiral and I'll just end up binge watching Netflix and I'll never get anything done. So I really, really try not to play that game. And if someone wants to say something, I mean, I get, I don't know if you do, but a lot of like my Instagrams, I get like negative ads and like, I get a lot of positive, but some people, you know, people always want to say something to put you down. Yeah. I don't have time for that. That's about them. That has nothing to do with me. I don't care. Yeah. Don't follow me. (laughs) And I love that, you know, I love your attitude. So like, what would you say to the people right now in this world right now? They're literally all at home perhaps nothing much to do other than like, you know, going to social media. Some of them are, some of them are still working. Yeah. So like, how do you, what, what would, what tip do you want to? I mean, if someone's looking at social media and they start to feel bad about their life, I would ask, or about themselves, I would ask that question. Like, what about this is upsetting to you? You know, like what about the, cause it's about your own personal self. If you're looking at someone's account and you're, you're angry or you're upset or you're jealous or whatever, that's about your, something inside of you. you. So really digging deep to, I would ask them like, what is going on in your life? Where is it you want to go and where do you feel stuck and try and, you know, remove those blockers because it's never about the person they're looking at. That's the thing. Sometimes it's hard to like literally identify that also. Mm-hmm. Like that's what I know. My coaches are great. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. 
I'm so with you on there. Yes. Okay. I love that. So what legacy do you want to leave this world? Ooh, oh my goodness. The legacy. I want to leave this world with, uh, you know, I want to really be remembered by making a positive difference in other people's lives. So, and it doesn't have to be health related, but really, you, you know, someone being like, this person helped me love who I am. I want everyone, I want to leave this world knowing I helped as many people in the world love themselves, their true selves, and live their authentic life. Yeah, I love that. That's so beautiful. I really see that you're such a positive person. Yeah, I'm sure it took you a long time, but you know, you didn't, you never give up on yourself and you work through that. And that's the thing, like, to everybody listening, don't give up, right? Everyone's going to go through struggles and obstacles will come, but you have to push through them. Yeah. And especially right now is like the hardest time, I think. Yeah. But you know, here's the thing, like one, another thing I noticed, like, you know, yes, it's a hard time at the same time. There's so many people are actually doing amazing, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, But that's the thing, like, I'm thinking like, you can be also one of the next, you know, successful person and it's possible for you, you know? I think that's really what I really see that. So thank you so much uh, for hopping on here. I'm so, yeah, it's been really pleasure to having you. So where people can find you? Yeah, people can find my website, truetolifestyle.com or uh, I'm on Facebook, Jessica Dirksen and Instagram, Jessica Dirksen Health Coach. Awesome. So I'll put that all on the show notes. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure.